podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 88. So I'm going to try something new and do a live Instagram as well as record this podcast. So we'll see how that goes. So I want to talk about how entrepreneurs get it wrong most of the time in the beginning when they're selling. So what does that look like? So what I'm really talking about is your buyer persona. So buyer persona is who you're selling to, right? Like who am I selling to? Who needs my, what it is I do? So before, a lot of times what happens before people start to, um, like when they first, they have their idea and they want to sell, let's, I, I was referring to on Facebook Live I did just now was like, a baker or something like that. Let's say you're selling earrings. So if I'm selling earrings and all my content is around selling necklaces, how likely am I going to be able to bring in the people who want the earrings? Super unlikely. So often a, a an issue or a thing that entrepreneurs do in the beginning is they start selling before they really know who they're selling to. And why is that a problem? Because you spend, sometimes you spend money some all the time you spend time on something that's not really producing what it needs to produce for you but you're just wasting like i think just wasting valuable time on on a buyer that is never going to do business with you so why not in the beginning like i know everybody gets excited right you get excited you have a business idea you want to do this whole thing you just want to get out the gate and start making money you get at a gate, not knowing who your target audience is, not knowing who your buyer persona is or ideal client. You run around like crazy for sometimes six months making no money. I don't know what's going on. It must be because I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. Oh my God, nobody wants what I'm selling. Oh my gosh, you know, blah, blah, blah. The stories go on and on and on about why it's not working. When really what, what the kind of crux is, is that you don't know who you're selling to. That's that's the first thing you got to know who you're selling to. And I find it, you know, it's it's frustrating because in business, in entrepreneurship, especially now during COVID, you know, there's a lot of people who want to start, a, who have started a business, who've realized they don't want to do what they're doing anymore. And so they've decided that's it, they're going to go. And there's a million different fucking ways to make money there's you know a billion ways to make money online everybody has an, a reason everybody has or not a reason everybody has a a way to make money everybody has the solution you want to make $10,000 in 15 minutes laying from your bed with one toe up your ass doing a cartwheel like sorry no that's not how this shit works you got to put the work in but before you put the work in you have to know who the hell you're selling to right like entrepreneurship is never the easier road Okay, just hear, hear, hear that. It's never the easier choice. I will never say it's not the better choice for me, but it's not the easier choice. It's the, it's the better choice, in my opinion. But was it easier, especially in the beginning? Fuck no. 
But we give this idea that it's super simple to just throw some money at it. And like, I'm not, you know, there, there, there's, there's definitely entrepreneurial people who work, for example, for MLM companies. I think there's some, some of the most incredible people I know work for MLM companies and they're crushing it and they're building beautiful tribes and happy families and all that. That's not what I'm talking about. That's, you know, you can get into that with a relatively small investment well, a very small investment. Some some of them are, you know, most of them are under $500, to be honest. So I'm not, that's different than full entrepreneurship in my mind. Like you're entrepreneurial and you are running your own business, but it is different than starting from absolute scratch with no no recognition of your name or anything like that. And so those people, they the people who think I'm just going to start, you know, whatever the, the company name is, like the content company, right? That's one of my companies. If I didn't know exactly who the... And, and in the beginning, I'll tell you. Why do you think I know so much about this part of things now? Because I fucked it up in the beginning. In the beginning, we sold anything, any content to anyone. Okay? So like if you wanted a blog written, I we would write you one blog. If you wanted four blogs, we we, were, we went after every kind of small business you could think of. And I was selling blog posts per, at blog posts at a time at a time. Like no there was no volume to anything weird. That was a struggle. Like that was a struggle. If I'd continued doing that, I don't, I know we wouldn't have the business, not because it wouldn't make, wouldn't have made money, but because there was no, like the amount of effort that went into a client who wanted one post versus somebody who maybe wanted five was the same versus somebody who wanted 20. It's the same. Right. So if I didn't get clear on who we were selling to, which we sell to SEO companies, marketing agency, inbound agencies, and then, you know, companies that have a marketing person, we never sell to owner led companies. It doesn't work in our space for us. Right. But if I didn't know and I didn't do my homework and I didn't learn the hard way in the first like year, I would never have known to pivot like that. So it's like, you know, you, you, you have a job that you hate. You decide I'm going to start my own business. I, you can't even, I can't even tell you how many times I hear, I want to start my own business, but I don't know what I want to do. First of all, that's bullshit. I think everybody knows what they want to do. People are usually scared to admit what they want to do, but they know. So I don't know what I want to do. I just want to start a business. So then something comes, some shiny object comes along and grabs onto them and they think, fuck, this is it. I'm going to sell air conditioners because that's such a good idea. And I, and everybody needs an air conditioner in this part of the world. And I'm going to sell air conditioners. And my question is always like, are you, are you obsessed and, and like obsessed with selling air conditioners to families? Well, no. Well, why do you want to do it? Because there's money in it. Okay, cool. Who's your buyer persona? Everybody. Well, that's not true. So the two problems I have with that are A, if you're doing something just for the money, like I just had this conversation with Ken. If you're doing something for, for just the money, it's absolutely not sustainable. Like you, how many rich men are there and women who are so unhappy right now because they have the money, they have the yacht, they have the houses, they have the cars, they have the vacations, they have the, have the egg fill in the blanks, but they're miserable. Like Kate Spade, let's just talk about that for a second. I mean, she checks off 
all the boxes that we consider happiness. She had the career, she had the company, she had the kids, the husband, everything. People thought she was fantastic, all of it. Why'd she kill herself? She wasn't happy. Maybe she wanted to sell seashells on the shore. I don't fucking know. Like, just because something looks good and is going to make money doesn't give you fulfillment. And it's dangerous right now because there's a lot of people who are starting businesses who will start them and it won't work and they will feel like it's them and they're going to be, well, fuck. Now, if I can't do the job and I can't run a business, then what? Like, just think about how, how that might feel for someone, right? Like, think about that. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but like I'm called to talk about it. If you're, if you leave a job you hate and start a business, you think you have, and you've not put much thought into, but you think is something that you want to do because it looks good on paper and your hunter mode and masculine energy tells you it looks good and it makes sense, but your heart's not in it. You're done. It might go around for a little while. But like I've had seven businesses, five of them tanked. Why? Because my heart wasn't in it. I'm not, I'm smart. I can, I can figure it out. What I don't know, I know to, I know people I can ask. Why did it not work? Because I didn't give a shit. I wasn't obsessed with my customer. I wasn't obsessed with providing service. I'm obsessed with providing service. I was obsessed with providing service in the content company. And I still am obsessed about how we do it. But that drive isn't there. I wasn't fulfilled. So that's that's how I ended up coaching full-time. Even though I fought that for a long time. I fought that. I was not going to be a coach. Nope. Because I, I was fearful of a whole bunch of bullshit stories. And like I think about, what if I hadn't pulled the, the trigger and done this? Like that's scary now to me. But if you're not you know, passionate about what you're doing and then you're unclear about who you're doing it for, your business will fail. And I don't mean fail financially, although that's a huge part of it, but I mean, it won't even get off the ground. And if it gets off the ground, you're going to hate what you're doing because you never loved it to begin with. And that's a hard pill for some people to swallow. A lot of, and you know, my, my, my obsession is mission-driven female entrepreneurs and helping their business and teaching them how to get from their head to their heart. It's the head to heart method. But like, if I hadn't gotten clear on that, I would never, I would never have done it. I wouldn't still be doing it. I, you know, it's, it's really that simple. There's so many ways to make money and there's so many shiny objects, but like, if you're getting into something, even MLM, ask yourself, am I obsessed with X? Do I, am I, I have a friend who's a, a beach body coach and she loves it and she's doing really well because she's really committed to her client. She's really excited. And she, she was her client. And like, that's the truth. Most of the time in a service-based industry, we were, and that's why I started the content company because the the stuff we were seeing in terms of content creation was crap. I kept saying to like the people that I worked with, like, there's a better way here. I know someone try him out that we, we start a good entrepreneur and innovator or somebody who is really committed. will start the thing because there's a, there's a hole in the market that they needed. 
I needed a coach like me back in the day to give me a shake and say, what are you doing? Why are you so in your head about all of this? Why are you running around with this hunter mentality constantly? You're getting burned out. Like I needed somebody like me to say, you can do both. We can do both here. You don't have to just be the hunter and you don't have to just be the feminine energy. There is an absolute way to balance the two. Let me show you. If I had that 15 years ago, I would have saved 15 fucking years. I didn't. And I know I'm here to now to teach that to other women. But like... I could have figured that out in three months of working with someone like me. And I'm not saying I don't love the experience. I'm happy that I had it. And that, and now I know how to help other people. But like I, you know, we create, we are our best examples of our the clients that we want to work with when you're starting from the ground up as an entrepreneur. And even when you're in, in working entrepreneurially in other organizations like Beachbody or... Um, prove it or any of those ones, you know, but you have to know who you're servicing first. You have to know why you're doing it. Like, why is the the number one thing? And then who, the what, like the execution stuff is easy. There's, you know, like I could talk all day about all the formulas on how to, you know, do all the things, but like, if that first part's not clear, crystal fucking clear, you're dead in the water. There's nowhere to go. Because you're just going to spin your wheels, spin your wheels, spin your wheels, and you're never going to feel fulfilled in that area. So how do entrepreneurs get it wrong? They want to sell before they know who they're selling to. So if that's you, um, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm doing the podcast and the live, but if, you're, um, if that resonates with you where you're spinning your wheels and you think, oh my God, I don't know, this is not the right thing, drop a comment below. Just say yes in the comments below. And um, and we'll chat. And I maybe you know maybe I can give you a, some pointers or something on on kind of ha- how to get clear about who it is you're helping. Because without that, honestly, guys, like the rest is history. So I hope that was helpful. Um, and until next time, peace out. I love you all. And um, yeah, don't forget to uh, visit karamcaren.com. There's tons of free content there now. And if you want access to the Goddess Library, ladies, mission-driven entrepreneurs, if you want access to a library full of ways to really tap into the feminine while you're still hustling and, and getting your shit done, um, just let drop me a, a, a note, an email, comment, reach out on Instagram at she's the owner, million ways to get in touch with me. And I will happily send you access for that. Until next time, guys, we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>